Welcome to the Red River Podcast, where we recognize our strength relies on our bond. We are challenged to live a life on mission. So what does that look like as a wife, a mom, in my career, or just a typical everyday? We unpack the highs and lows as we share practical tips, uncover areas most of us work on, and thoughts on where to start. So grab a friend, and I'll introduce you to some of mine as we engage in coffee chats about how to live a missional lifestyle as an everyday woman. I'm your host, Candace Reyes, and you're listening to the Red Rover Podcast. Hey, friends, welcome back to the Red Rover Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Reyes, and today, guys, the episode is so good. This season has been focused on testimonies. Why do I use the word testimony? Because testimonies are our proof of who God is to us. Revelations 12 11 reminds us that we conquer the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. In today's episode, you're going to hear from a new friend of mine, Pamela Hinkleman. But before I introduce to you Pamela and her story, I needed to share a new dad joke with you. My youngest daughter loves dad jokes, and she gives me a dad joke for every new episode. And we're hoping that this little dad joke brings a smile to your face. So here's today's dad joke. Why do fathers take an extra pair of socks when they go golfing? In case they get a hole in one. (laughs) I hope that brought a smile to your face. I know it brought one to me when she shared that with me. So are you ready to meet Pamela? Friends, I couldn't wait to interview Pamela because I follow her on Instagram and you're going to find all of her contact information in our show notes today. So go ahead and check those out. But I follow her on Instagram and she gives the most amazing reels. I, I really enjoy them. She gives great tips, words of encouragement. Some of them are really funny and some of them cause me to pause and reflect. Recently, she posted a reel on embracing the beautiful gray hair that she has. And guys, she does have gorgeous hair, but she was really hoping moms to find that this gray hair, it's gorgeous. We don't need to go and put extra products in it and we need to embrace the gray. And I just thought it was the cutest video and it's caused me to pause. Like, should I embrace my gray? I I haven't gotten there just yet, Pamela, but I am definitely contemplating on it. Pamela is an enthusiastic encourager who likes to help weary Christian moms navigate their changing roles with their adult children and through their intimacy with God. She believes the loving union with God is everything. She speaks, writes, coaches, and has been married to her husband for a pastor for 33 years. They have five adult kids and two grandsons. Friends, I know you're going to fall in love with Pamela. I know I sure have, and I can't wait for you to meet her. So grab, grab a pen, grab some paper and your favorite cup, and let's dive into my chat with Pamela Hinkleman. Hey, Pamela, thanks so much for joining me on the Red River Podcast. My pleasure. Well, Pamela, I love asking this question to all my guests, and because I'm a busy woman myself, and I've learned some really great tricks and how others have learned how to plan out their typical day. And I would love for you to share with us what your typical day looks like and if there's any tips you have for us on how to get all the things done. 
<laughs> awesome. Well, I'm one of those weird morning people. Like if the phone rings after 8 p.m. in the evening, I'm like, why are you calling me? The day is over. <laughs> but I am happy to roll out of bed at 530. Um, roll out That's of bed. early. I know. Me and my hubby, we roll out of bed in the summertime to go walking in the cool of the day. And um, we've been married 33 years and we walk every morning and we pray together. And it's just a great way to start the day. Then we get home and we each go our separate ways and have our quiet time with God and always with my big old mug of coffee. And then I take, after I'm done with that, I always go to my writing desk immediately for 30 minutes of writing. I do just do that five days a week because I just want... I want my best time to be for God and for my husband and for the task that he's called me to. Now, of course, I do a lot. I do a lot more writing later in the day, just working on other things. But my my focused writing, my I, think, I feel like my purest writing comes from that early morning time. I think just because the beauty of having just spent time with God and then transitioning um, into writing. I'm not distracted by the world. I try to right. stay off my phone. I leave my phone in the bedroom. And um, yeah, so, and um, I've been, I'm a mom of five and I'm a ministry wife. And so life has just always been full. And I've just really been, I've been really good at time management. I like to look at my week. I don't look at my days. I look at my week and I mm -hmm. say, where can I fit this? Where can I fit that? And I, I pre, I just pre-plan everything. Um, and so, so then you don't get to Thursday and go, oh my gosh, I didn't know I was going to be so busy and I wouldn't have time to do that. <laughs> right. Right. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Well, yeah. I love that you put, you are intentional with that time and you put aside your phone. Cause I think that, that tends to be a, a huge distraction, especially when you're in that creative, that creative mindset. Cause you're looking at all the other things and, and then you're going, oh man, time oh. just kind of slipped away. I know uh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so I, I love that you, you're very intentional with that because I think that that that's one way to be very successful Yeah. in this, in this calling and mm -hmm. this, this calling of, of being a creative and writing and just sharing stories and, and things that God has done through your life. I would love for you to share with us how you recognized, um, your own calling to do this and to how you stepped out in faith. Sure. I have had a dream to speak and write for decades and I started speaking. Oh gosh, probably I spoke at a retreat. Well, it would have been 30 years ago. Wow. Time flies. Wow. wow. <laughs> I just got to do a little session at a ret retreat and I came to life, which I should have known. I mean, I was a speech major in college, so I knew that, you know, mm -hmm. I knew that I loved speaking, but I, I, um, that was the first time that I felt like, oh, I would love to do this. So I feel the most alive when I'm speaking in front of a group of people, whether it's a thousand or three, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I just love, um, I just love speaking about the goodness of God and I have the gift of ex exhortation. I'm just an encourager. And so it just seems obvious to me, um, three years ago, I was just praying and wanting to just, you know, because my kids were grown now, I had five kids and they were grown. And I was like, okay, Lord, what's the, what's this next phase of my life going to look like? And I found this, I'm pretty sure it was an ad on Facebook for Hope Writers. And I thought, Hope Writers, that sounds very interesting. And so I looked into it and I joined it. And 
I knew nothing about writing, absolutely nothing. I had no skills, no previous experience. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't the 12 year old who wrote in a journal every day, though I wrote in journals. I wrote in prayer journals for decades. I have piles of them. I'm like, who's going to burn these when I die? (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, those were just conversations with God. Those weren't, you know, for public, right. You know, use, but so, so um, I just, I just felt God calling me to do it. And, and so I did. That's awesome. How you just took that step of faith. Like God just kind of continued to transform your mission and your ministry. Not only are you going to be speaking now, you're also going to be publishing. You're going to be writing and sharing through, through word in that way as well. That, and then he gave you a community to draw from. I know. He's so good. He is. <laughs> he is so good. Yeah. Well, with this new adventure, I'm sure you faced a couple of setbacks along the way. Oh. And I would love if you would talk about maybe one of those setbacks and then how did you persevere through that and what lessons right. did you learn? Right. Actually, the reason probably why I put it off mostly was fear of technology and fear of just not having the ability. Like I was the, I remember in college, you know, when I was in college, when the word processors first came out and I was like, I'm not going near that. I'm just going to have my electric typewriter. And I wrote every paper I had in college on my electric typewriter. And then I'm like, and then, you know, I get to adulthood and I'm like, oh, I can't do this. I, I just, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. So I constantly told myself, I can't do it. It's too hard. You know, so by the time we got a computer, you know, when our kids were, oh, my teenagers, you know, really helped me. But it, it still, I wasn't adept at all. I was like, oh, I'm just, I'm just awful. And I had this mindset for decades. I walked around with the mindset, it's too hard, it's too hard, I can't do it. And then when I realized all the things that I was going to have to do to be a writer, have my own website, be able to do things to my website. Um, all these different programs that you have to use. I'm like, okay, it's time to learn. And oh my gosh, I cannot tell you, Candace, how many times I sat screaming at my computer, <laughs> crying at my computer, <laughs> crying at myself because I'm like, why is this so hard for me? Why can't I figure it out? Yes. Oh gosh. And so, you know, the Lord has just been gracious. And I know now I look back three years ago from what I can do now to what I couldn't do then, I, it's only God. And I'm just so thankful that he helps us change our mindsets and we're not too old. It's not too late. We can, we can learn new things. We can do new things. I love that. I love that message. You're right. We we can learn new things and and you're not too old. Absolutely. I love that. My, my, uh, my grandmother always tells me, you know, that that's too many things. I don't want to do all this different stuff. And I'm like, it's good though. Look at all this stuff. And now she, she does Marco Polo. I don't know. Have you ever met Mark? Have you ever yes, done Marco Polo? Yes. So she's now doing Marco Polo and she loves it. I'm like, see, look, you're learning new things. It is yeah. never, too, you're never too old to learn new things. I love exactly. it. Well, I, I love that you talked about at the very beginning of our chat that you have time with God and what does your intimacy with God look like? Yeah, it's just something that, gosh, I came to the Lord when I was 20. And so I had no, 
church wasn't part of my background. Both my husband and I came from just a lot of dysfunction, um, just crises in our family, alcoholism and abuse and just you name it. It was awful. Mm -hmm. And so when we met God, we were like, wow, God, you are amazing. And we knew that we wanted our families to be different. And we wanted, we just wanted to know him. We didn't want, we didn't want dead religion. You know, I think mm -hmm. when I look back, at how our relationship has grown. You know, in the early years, I think we were pretty legalistic and pretty, you know, following the law. And mm -hmm. we and we eventually learned just the graciousness of Jesus. And, um, you know, thank God we did because we've been in pastoral ministry for 20 years. So our desire is just to create these healthy churches where people can actually experience God. Mm -hmm. But we experience God, you know, we can experience in the corporate setting. And that's that's dessert, but your feeding and your, um, your everyday walk with God is where you will experience the growth. And so we just always made time for it. Even when my kids were little, I had five kids, you know, and they would just gather them around and someone be at my feet. And, you know, sometimes your quiet time wasn't so quiet, but I wanted <laughs> kids, I wanted my kids to see that Jesus was important to me. Time with yes. God was important to me. So I always read something had some journaling of some sort, um, some praying of some sort. I mean, I've done, I've done it a million different ways, but I've, I've just always done it for 35 years. Let's see, mm -hmm. 36 years now. <laughs> so that's, there's awesome. just nothing like connection with God. Like he, yeah, yeah. there's, there's yeah. so many ways to grow. There's so many things to learn. Like God, we can, we can never get to the end of what there is to learn about God. And I'll, and how he wants to heal us and transform us. And I, I'm also a huge proponent of healing. And we are responsible for getting whole with Jesus. Like, that's, that's on me. No one else is going to heal me. No one else is going to, you know, work mm -hmm. through my stuff. That's me and Jesus. Yes, yes. And he's willing. Yes, he is. But are we willing to embrace the pain and move mm -hmm. through that healing process? Yes. You know, I yes. think that is that is such a it's a question that we all have to ask ourselves as well, because you're right. He is we we we're the only ones that can do that work with him. Right. Right. We're the only ones. Yep. Well, and I love that you you would do your quiet time when your kids were little in front of them as uh -huh. well so that they would they knew that you know, God was important to mom. Yeah. God was important yep. to dad. And yep. because God is important to my parents, then he's going to end up becoming important to me. It's that legacy that you guys are, we're building at, very, at, at a very young age in your children. I love right. that. I think that is so important. Now you are in the process of writing a book correct? I am. I am. I'm Could so you share excited. a little bit about that with yeah. us? It's going to be a book about the forgotten mom and it's the mom of adult kids because I feel like there's, we have so much support as moms from, you know, all the books about babies and then all the books about preschoolers and then little kids. And then we have teen years, but then we get to when our kids are adults and it feels like the world goes quiet. And we, as moms, we have all this emotional overwhelm to sort through from letting our kids go from watching our kids. Um, some of our kids are walking with God. Some of our kids are not walking with God. Some of our kids have completely different views than we do. Some of our kids view a lot of things the same. And so how do I, as a woman of God, 
learn to let go of the hard things like being critical and judgmental and carrying anger or bitterness, um, being in control, wanting to control. That's a huge thing for moms. And instead of having those things, instead of those, we embrace the fruit of the spirit. And so this book is just about, about the heart work required to parent our adult kids. It's not about changing our kids. It's actually about, about changing us and what we can do when we partner with the Holy Spirit to just be whole and yes. to love our kids unconditionally, to offer them grace and acceptance and know that God is writing their story. We are not. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I love this. And I am myself a mom of an adult. Mm -hmm. As you're talking, I'm thinking, yes, I'm going to need this book because <laughs> you're right. It is a hard, it is a hard thing to go through. And there isn't very many resources out there for, for moms that are raising adult children, basically. Right. And, and how, how do we steward them correctly, but yet not be so hands-on as right. well. Right. Um, yep. So what's one thing you could, what's one thing moms of adult children can do to support them? I think the best thing we can do is listen. Mm. Oh my gosh. We had our time to talk. <laughs> we had our time to train. We had our time to teach, but now it's so much more important to listen, to just be quiet and listen to not offer the solution, to not offer the suggestion. I mean, that takes some self-control, right? <laughs> yes, Come it does. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, life, it's, it's amazing how, how much um, just living their life is a teacher. And, you know, sometimes we want to speed up the process and get the lesson for them learned sooner, but we just have to trust God and just listen. Mm -hmm. And when we listen to our kids, oh, they love it. You know, we have a great relationship with all of our kids, even though some of them are currently still wrestling with God. They know that we love them completely. You know, I think about the father in the story of the prodigal son and his heart stance was that he was always looking. He was always looking. He was always waiting. And he never stopped loving his son. He didn't judge him. He didn't criticize him. He didn't tell him, well, you should be doing this. He just loved him and he waited. And, that, and that's been such a, just such a comfort to me and such a model for me that I can trust God in the waiting. I can trust God to do it. And I'm just going to love them. And, and I'm thankful that, you know, our kids still love to be together. Our kids range from 20 to 32. Or are they 33? Oh, gosh, I lose track. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yep, I understand. <laughs> yeah, but they, they still all love to be together. They love to be with us. And that there's nothing more that I wanted than that, you know. Mm -hmm. And I know that, you know, God God's working it all out. And it's in his timing. It's not my timing. Yeah, yeah. Amen to that. Amen. So you have already given us some really great little nuggets. But I would love if you could share just a cup of wisdom on you know, to our listeners who might be struggling to live this missional lifestyle or even raising a, an adult child that, that maybe has kind of gone wayward. Mm -hmm. And is there a scripture you would like to encourage them as well? Sure. Um, you know, as far as 
living a missional lifestyle, I think it's so important to just have some self-awareness. We should know what we're good at. We should know what we're bad at. <laughs> we should know how God has gifted us. We should know um, what, how he wants to use us in the earth and then go do it. You know, because I think of, you know, that famous pa passage from Jeremiah, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, pl prosper you and not to harm you, plans mm -hmm. to give you a hope and a future. God has plans. He has such beautiful plans for his children. And he just wants us to partner with him and then walk through the earth um, using, using the plans he's given us, using the gifts right. he's given us to whatever it is, whether you do it in the church or in the marketplace, it doesn't matter. Just be who God created you to be. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. That is such a good word. Thank you for that. Now, Pamela, how can I, our listeners find you or support you, show you some love? Where, where can they reach out to you? You can find me at PamelaHinkleman.com on my website where I have just all kinds of freebies for you. I have guides. Um, I also have a course that I've written. It's called Draw Near Beloved, Six Growth Mindsets to Deepen Your Faith. Um, because like you, I was concerned about women just learning to be comfortable with God. And so I wrote this course. It has six videos and a workbook. That, and it's just self-paced where you go through these mindsets um, where you learn to be comfortable with God, to hear his voice, to understand how he wants to restore you. Um, to practice gratitude, to, oh, there's just all kinds of good, all kinds of goodness. So that's on my website. And then um, you can also follow me on Instagram at P Hinkleman. And friends, when you follow her on Instagram, she does these amazing videos all the time. I love watching her little, her videos and, and the little snippets that she gives because she always has some kind of nugget that you're going to want to watch and, and write down and start chewing on as well throughout your day. It's amazing. So I, I want to encourage you guys, all of her links and everything will be in our show notes as well. So you can just click on those to, to be, to go and find her in an easy way. But guys, shows her some love. She has such a wealth of knowledge and she's just a delight. You're going to enjoy her. And I'm so grateful, Pamela, that you came on our, our podcast today. It has been a blessing and I'm so honored to have you. Well, I thank you for inviting me. I just love how you champion other women and come alongside them. What a, what a beautiful mission. So thank you for what you do. Hey friends, thank you so much for joining me today. I had so much fun chatting with this week's guest and our chat even continued after today's episode, which means it was a really good chat. It was so much fun. Have you ever wished to hear this behind the scene conversations? Well, now you can as a Patreon member of the Red River Podcast. There are three different levels of membership that give you backstage content and so much more you're interested in learning more about these three levels and how they benefit you check it out there's a link in our show notes today for the patreon membership for the red rover podcast as always i want to encourage you if you found today's episode useful and you are thinking about someone who might need to hear it then share the well yep maybe that's one way god is asking you to live this missional lifestyle by telling someone else about the episode Maybe there's not somebody on your thoughts right now 
who needs to hear it, but yet you enjoy today's episode so much you want somebody to know about it. Well, I want to encourage you to leave a review. It only takes just a couple of sentences, but it's because of your review, others listen. That's right. They read those reviews and they that helps them decide whether or not they want to tune in. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I want to continue encouraging you to live a life on mission as just an everyday child of the King.